It is Thursday, August 20th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. Oh, look, I do get the hat on. I like that. See, I, I got to, mine's just hanging up. Okay, all right, well, hold on. Let me do the interest. Okay, we're calling Zach Rothman. But yeah, look, dude, I'm, I'm like a child. I can't. <laughs> I can't keep it together. Um, all right, yeah, but all right, kicking off a Thursday here, uh, wrapping up uh, the August month day. Uh, we're getting close, closer to football season. Uh, I believe what three weeks from? Tonight? Oh yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, you know, it's funny. I actually got the sidetrack. Right ah, here. there we go. Coming out of half for you. Um, but you know, I mean, I guess you know, it's funny. I didn't even think about this, Zach. So we're three weeks away from kickoff. Chiefs Texans. Yeah. That Thursday night game. Yeah, I didn't think about it. it. Doesn't. I still feel like with Corona, there's like some layer to this that doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we got a great show, and obviously, you can already say, well, dude, I, uh, done. <laughs> it's over. The ride's over. Nah, you, fun, there's still though. time. There's still time. No, it's it's like uh, what's funny. I was actually just going to use this general analogy, but I like you probably didn't experience this. But I was going to say it's almost like if you went to a new school, like a new high school, and like for a minute everyone's like all about you they think you're cool and then you're just like you're but you're not that cool so then like everyone just like, oh, never mind oh that's, no that, that that's the marlins that, that did happen I no lived. no it didn't oh, it did. they're all through high school no way no way <laughs> that did but uh you didn't really oh yeah oh yeah oh, we'll have to you talk know, about the, that the high fades after like two months <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's all right I, I i think i popped in like kindergarten so you know it's <laughs> no. um but all right we got a great show, obviously. Uh, a little football chatter lined up, uh, you know, and then a little more. Dude, we got some playoffs, obviously, NHL and NBA. Um, we'll make fun of LeBron. That'll be fun. Uh, and, dude, yeah, it's always a great time. We'll look uh, at the weekend ahead and some some other fun stuff. Uh, so, yeah, it should be a fun show tonight. Um, but also, it's like I said, we're, we're getting ready for football. We might as well start uh, taking a look at a little clickbait that's football related because it's, it's flooding the, the internet circuits at this point, Zach. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, so one that that is near and dear to my heart. Hey, gents, what's up? What's up, Joe G in the chat? Oh, I love um, it. One's near and dear to my my heart, and Joe G, you as well. In the chat has to do with uh, with Joe Judge, all right? And all everyone in their mother is talking about how great of a job he's doing. It's a culture change, and he's got all these old school, tough, um, you know, philosophies that he's implementing in the, the training camps and the practices, and just in general overall with the team. And of course, you get two uh, two bad apples who, my excuse my uh, French, they sucked when they played for us. Not really French, that's English, but um, sorry. Right. So Jeff Schwartz <laughs> and Robert Ayers. There's an article coming went out that said that ex Giants ripping Joe Judge, you know, basically for acting like Bill Belichick and putting on this tough persona. And the two players, it was Jeff Schwartz and Robert Robert Ayers. How relevant were they in the whole? in the NFL, Karen. Do you even know who they are? No, an imbecile is just a kind of bizarre word, I feel like, to use as a headline. Yeah, well, well that too. Imbecilic practices? Yeah, exactly. So, basically, both of these players played for the Giants in 2014, 2015, the same exact. So, it's your Greg Jennings, basically. Yeah. Coming back and just getting their pound of flesh and just speaking bad about the team. Yeah, except except Greg Jennings had a much more – a much bigger impact than these two did combined, I would say. So here's the deal. Those two guys played for the Tom in the Tom Coughlin era. It was pretty obvious why they only lasted one or two seasons is because they, they don't like this mentality, this old toughness and, you know, old school mentality. And now they're coming out of the woodwork trying to make themselves relevant and uh, basically just bashing Joe Judd. So the real question is like, who are you? You know, you don't even have a right to say it. Right. And then that's, it, it's, I feel like it's, you always see those things, right? It's like I said, it's always the same characters and they're always on like Skip Bayless' show. Yep. They're always on, right? Like the Undisputed on FS1 with him. Like, you know, right? It's like, it's like your Orlando Scandricks making noise, right? Like it's, well, it's always those guys. And dude, like not even like these, these players weren't even like Jeff Schwartz might've started a handful of games just because of injuries. And the same thing with Robert Ayers. Like they, these weren't even big. That, that's just players, sour grapes. But, but they're just trying to make themselves relevant now. Exactly. Oh, oh, let's see what Dark Stitch got got in uh, the chat. It was a little spice. Yeah. Start off the Thursday. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's there's no rules. It's 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 always uh well they're always, you know <laughs> yeah. well yeah let's see I always I always like a little Thursday spice you know <laughs> and in the meantime I'll throw my clickbait out there so because uh, it's not spicy so um dude I just you know, you know how I feel about this type of stuff like just the the records 
Oh, it's a seven to nine. <laughs> Whatever it's worth. We'll get to hey, that later. But yeah. Um, but uh, no, I, I don't know. Like, right, of course, the Saints, the Super Bowl champs. Well, we guess they play the Ravens or something. Oh, they are. I, I'm not even joking. I actually like was just kind of being facetious. Okay. It's, you know, it's just, it's the same old thing. Oh, my God. Bang my mic out. It's all right. Okay. Look at that. No. Back to par. No, it sounds wow. better. Not much to say anyway when you're looking at something like this, this crazy clickbait. But right, I mean, it, it's I hate saying this and being the 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 Debbie Downer, but so much of the record's predicated right on health, right? Yeah. And injuries and it's and and look, here I am writing an article, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, right? About the Cardinals and how I said they're six and ten at best. So like, who am I, you know, to be better? But I just think that there's something to be said about. Just when you just pick it, and I, they might, you know, someone sitting there, they might just be like, come on, come on. Wait, what? Yeah, what they have you guys? Two and 14. Is that what you're, oh, yeah, I saw you kind of catch your eye there. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's why my head went off the screen because I was, you know, throwing up. Um, <laughs> yeah, two and 14, Joe. Also, was everyone going 10 and six? Like, come on. We're seven and nine or nine and seven or eight and eight. Like, come on. Yeah, right. Go. Well, I'm surprised they had you at nine and seven, and I'm, all, I'm even more surprised they had the, uh, the Ravens at 14 and two again, you know, how hard it is to go 14 and two again. I guarantee you, they just looked at Vegas as like, uh, you know, like the, the, um, it looks, the, I feel like with the whole thing with, uh, with Vegas is like, they look at the over under. Right. And like, right. yeah, yeah. Right. And so, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I, they take those things and then it's just like, all right, well, the Packers are nine and a half. So we'll go nine. Right. Like, yeah. Those well, are thing, the articles. You always see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, the giants, over under is like six and a half or seven, maybe. So I don't want to know where they get two from unless they're just trying to, you know, play that role and be those guys. But I can pretty much guarantee you we'll win more than two games. <laughs> right. And, and, and look, we, we said we'd take the fastball. So let's, let's take a look at the fastball in the chat. Right. Okay. So obviously, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, right. About the whole Tom Brunneman thing on the reds and, and, and it's, it's dominating the, the sports headlines and it's not, it's funny, you and I, we, we, I feel like when we talk about our content, we, a lot of the time, try to stay, not, it's fine, I feel like if you say not in those circuits, it, it has a bad, like, taste to it, but more so, I think, being right, what happened there is just really unfortunate, Yeah. and, you know, you can hear it pretty much everywhere else, that, that, like, that, that take, mm-hmm. right, and it's, to me, it's, I, it's weird, and, and actually, I'm not even going to compare, but I was just going to say, like, there's been other times in the past, right, where there's there's stories, right, where and it's like where we're gonna say the same thing, mm-hmm. and, and that's what I kind of hate about ESPN, like right, they'll try to really you know push it, right, and, and try to look great, but um, no, I mean, and, and it's uh, no, and, and I, I I think to that point, right, Tom Brenneman, I always enjoyed listening to him growing up, and 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 I think he feels horrible about what happened, mm-hmm. right, and I think I think everyone, I think I think that to that point, I think we all feel bad. Right. It's just a really just sucky situation. Right. And, and that's, you know, I yeah, mean, it's, un- it's unfortunate. I mean, but at the same time, you know, what can right. you do? And, and to that it? point, let me look at the comment right about like the Reds and, and I saw Fox let go. It's that's just, you know, it's that's how businesses are, you know, that's how it's done. Right. I mean, like that's yeah. right. So, I mean, it's not it's not the first time. Right. And and, and I think really when you take from this, it's just it's a lesson. Right. I think, you know, everyone says things that they regret, especially right. Whether it be on a, on a phone call, I think they're on mute. Like there's right. There's all sorts. I think everyone has a circumstance, right. But there's things they would like to take back. So I think that's the lesson of the takeaway too. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. That's right. a good way to put it here. Yeah. Um, all right. But also, so moving over into let's, let's do a little football. So it's mm-hmm. funny speaking of controversial, controversial topics, right. <laughs> I, I actually had it and it's, I'll, I'll walk this in the back door. I, um, the way I look at it is I look at it like, I always say the Oakland Raiders still, but not the Vegas Raiders. I still mm. say the San Diego Chargers. So I'm going to still say the, like, I'm, and I'm not saying like, I'm like, you know, trying to be like, oh, I'm saying the way I want to say it, but I'm more just saying it's going to slip out. Yeah. I, I'm not good with that for whatever reason, even yeah. though, you know, we got to be as, hey. as broadcasters here. Yeah. I, I, I literally had Redskins B-roll my, in the, in the producing thing today. And I was like, wait, it's Washington football. Team, yeah. Right. So well, I got caught with it saying the other day too. So it's an right. adjustment. It's an adjustment it, period. It is an adjustment. So, but to that point, so let's make the adjustment to so the Washington football team. Right. Um, this is interesting. So I want to look at it 
and take a dive here and a scrub for you. Not trying to be this guy. I brought this up probably what two months ago, a month ago. First of all, you watched E60 on Alex Smith yet? You know, I uh, did. I? No, I didn't. I still haven't. I know. What? I know. You I have to watch it. Like we need I'm to have a real conversation. We can't have a conversation about Alex Smith until you watch that. No, I know the the story and all that, but uh, no, you, I'm but you, you got no trust. You got to feel it. You got to feel the fibers in your body. <laughs> oh, 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 it's great. I felt it's it when deep. I saw it on TV. It's good. Yeah, it, it's it's deep. But all right, to that point. I brought up, I think, I'm not sure if I, I brought up, but right, I brought up uh, a few um, a few weeks ago, I believe it was. I said that uh, you know he might compete for the starting job because he got yeah. what was it like released off the pup list or like was put on he was put on the pup list, but that was still a pretty good accomplishment, right? Yeah, and he's now he's off now. it. Yeah, yeah, and like now he's competing for the job, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I mean with Dwayne Haskins, and, which I think he's way better. I mean, you can look at the tape; he's you know right here, he's, he's completing passes and. When asking that, I mean, I'm not trying that guy because it's always. Yeah. Well, I, I always hate training camp footage and people try to break that down because it's it's so out of context. But, yeah, but that's all. That's all we have this off season. We don't have yeah. we don't have preseason anymore. So, right, but but I guess my question is: Is Alex Smith going to be the starter for the Redskins Week One? Yes or no? Week One, I don't. No, I don't think so. But I think he'll start more games than Dwayne Haskins this season, if that makes sense. Like, here's what I think is going to happen. Obviously, Alex Smith's cleared. But I still think that they're probably going to be cautious with him for one. And for two, they still have this rookie they drafted in the first round last season that they probably want to see pan out. Yeah. You know, so I, but I, I don't think Haskins is going to hold on to that, honestly. I think it's going to take three games and Smith's back in. So I think. And uh, I mean, obviously. Yeah, this no, could be good. vodka with, with what we're talking about Washington football, but I know, yeah, uh, really. It's water though. No, all right. So <clears throat> I'll say this to add to your point. I, I know this isn't like the real variable that's driving whatever happens week one, but isn't there some type of thought? I, well, first of all, I, I just think Alex Smith's better. And, and yeah. I think furthermore, even if it's up, let's say it's eh. It's tough because if it's close, then I, I feel like they would. No, I, look, I don't think it's going to be close. My, here's all right. I got it. See, look at this a little, little live, little live, ugh, getting it together here. There you go. I think what the Redskins are going to do is they're going to make it appear like it's 50 50, but then they're going to go with Alex Smith because he's the veteran and they have a vet, like they have actually a pretty good team. And it's, mm-hmm. oh, we can develop Dwayne Haskins. And then next year, when it's like, hey, we might need a quarterback, they're like, do you want to hit Haskins? You got to pay a lot for him. But <clears throat> with the Ron Rivera culture, like the whole keeping it under the rug, they'll have a successful year and kind of bear, like even if they go like nine and seven or something like that, it's well, enough to just keep everyone at bay and think, oh yeah, that makes sense. And not handle it like the Cardinals do with Josh Rosen, where they're just like, well, we're just going to go with Kyle Murray. Do you guys want this? Yeah. Right. Like basically we've already replaced what we got to sell. So there's no value now. Like We got to get rid of it. And the, and the, and the buyers know it, mm-hmm. but this is the other way around. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good, um, stance because you could look at it and say, "Hey, Haskins was thrown in way too early last year. Still needs to develop. We got Alex Smith back. Let's uh, let's have Smith, you know, mentor him for a full season, like you just said. Really not a bad not a bad idea. And then, hey, if Alex Smith blows it up, and then then you know, hey, all right, Dwayne Haskins, <laughs> but uh, exactly nine and seven, like you mentioned, would be a hell of a season. And dude, that 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 place is, is is a like a gold mine for, for, for clickbait and like rumors mm. swirling in that organization. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I, like but, there's, yeah, I think that was really, that was hardcore with the Jay Gruden nonsense. Cause he was just an awful coach. And I think now with a whole new regime, you know, you got uh Scott Turner doing the offense, obviously Ron Rivera, and then you got Jack Del Rio. It's a whole different regime now. I think it's gonna be a little bit. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jack Del Rio. I'm rolling my eyes at that just cause yeah. I don't know how good he's going to be. All right. But to that yeah. point, let me ask you, I'll just kind of group that little mm-hmm. snark and that wasn't me rolling my eyes at you but no, no. uh are they gonna be good uh, i don't think they don't have enough weapons on offense in my opinion yeah, so i think well, defense- Dar- also darius guys jesus yeah like, i mean yeah. it's not that we had like wanted to talk about him you know no but, but i mean it's it's a, it's a shame it's another uh you know uh here's a little a bronx here's a bronx tale quote for you there's nothing you know, saddest thing in life is a wasted talent. That's what he seems to be. So yeah, that's a great quote. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I think defensively that's going to keep them in games. Yeah, but I don't know. I could the, at best. I'm thinking eight and eight. At best. Yeah. What What do you think? Right, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, dude. You You really got me on that like Ron Rivera train, like pretty pretty good. I mean, yeah. I 
The culture is different. They're not bad. Like, that's what I guess that's my thing. Like, if I said to you, hey, Zach, are the Redskins like the worst team in the NFL? And you'd be like, no. no. I'd be like, all right, look, like, I would just kind of maybe just to, to, to kind of appease the argument. I would just be like, they're in the lower, you know, the third, right? And you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would say right. that. Yeah. So right, that's not like that hard to get out of that with a really good, like, if, if their culture is that deplorable mm-hmm. and their coaching was that bad, and we basically are saying, hey, what was really, really, really bad for you, the guy you just brought in is really good at that. Plus, you add what you already have that's pretty good. Like, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, part of me, I think I'm just stuck in this, like, <laughs> this world where the residents have never really been so good in their I mean, division. Yeah. So it's like they're, they're kind of, they've always been in the basement. Well, we've been in the basement too. But <laughs> um, I just don't, yeah, I don't. I think they fall in like a six and 10 floor in a, in a nine and seven, like absolute ceiling fan swinging ceiling, in my opinion. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty broad range, but that's where I'd expect them to finish up like seven and nine, eight, it's eight. So, and, and, and it goes back to the whole health thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if um, one bad injury, I mean, my, I'm just really concerned with their offense, to be honest. They don't really have any weapons, in my opinion. Yeah, they got Terry McC- McC- uh, McLaren, McLaurin, and who else? Yeah, yeah Adrian Alexa. Peterson. Okay, but. Who are offensive weapons on the Washington football team? Something about defensive front. I don't know, but their defense is pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, their defense is, is going to be. I think that they. Do they have Bryce like, Love this year too? He was hurt last you know what? year. That's right. They do a Bryce Love. That could be a sneaky fantasy option, by the way. Mm, that could be kind of fun. Like extremely late, but hey, <laughs> maybe. Actually, this Alexa, who are the re- wide receivers on Washington's football team? I'm pulling it up. Yeah, is there a right from Temple? I guess on that team. Yeah, but long story short, nobody. The only name that stick that sticks out is well, Brandon Scherf on their offensive line. Okay, and Terry McLaurin. <laughs> we'll see. But you know, defensively. Jonathan Allen, defensive tackle, Ryan Kerrigan. Yeah. He's young, obviously. Thomas Davis is a linebacker. I mean, he's he gets banged up pretty easily, but he's a leader. You got Ruben Foster, okay, if he can stay healthy as well. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, they're not bad. And like all it takes a couple wins under your belt. They got a balance of some youth and some uh and some veterans, which I kind of like. Yeah. You know what the, you know who they kind of remind me of? In, the Lions? A little bit. No, is last year's I don't know if I want to give them this much credit. They remind me of last year's Titans a little bit, which might be saying too much. You know, that's a perfect segue in our I next know. segment. I didn't mean to that. do that. Look at that. Hey, that that's how we do it. All right, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about this. All right. So, and, and it's funny because I, I don't know how to put this. I feel like when we talk about the Packers, it's always through the, the, the circuits or the viewpoint of my fandom. Not fully, but we don't really we don't really talk about them. It's me, you know, bitching about how they don't get talked about the NFL Network enough, or how like everyone's making too much of the Jordan Love thing, right? Like it's not, it's not like context. Like, oh, what do I think about this team? Like, do I think they can compete? Like, what? Like, right? Like, it's me like making like snarky remarks about the rest of the teams in the North or whatever, right? So, let's take a dive. So, and I'm not saying let's talk about the Packers tonight. I'm saying let's take a stab though for a second at looking at the both teams. That didn't make the Super Bowl. Yeah, the runner. That were a game away because I mean, right? I think the common denominator with the Titans and Packers, who both lost their conference championship last year, they both have some youth. Um, they both kind of were a little under the radar, more the Titans than the Packers. But I mean, right? They were thirteen and three, and everyone still was like, eh, like you know, whatever. Yeah, still like, give them any credit, right? So I mean, since so that point, I think um, that's why I just dropped my one pen, so I grabbed another one. Look at that. Um, I like having the, I like having a little collection here. I rocked it on my Packers. It's nice. It makes me feel like I'm legit. Yeah, but but anyway, um, I digress. I think both teams are once again this offseason talked about, but not 
let's put it this way. I would say, are there teams that didn't go to the conference championships that are getting talked about way more like the saints, right? Like mm-hmm. the Buccaneers, yeah. right? Like the Vikings, right? Like yeah. those te- like, right. It's the same, the Rams, the yeah. Seahawks. Like, it's the same crew. I mean, heck, even the That's- bills are probably getting talked about. more. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Right. Oh, is Cam Newton going to lead the Patriots to the Super Bowl? And, and I get some, right. I'm not trying to sit here and be like, Oh, but I have to talk about the Packers and Titans. No. But I'm just saying, I think it's appropriate for us to try to kind of not be ESPN, not be the NFL Network. Let's spread the wealth a little bit. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about both of them for a second and, and their chances in 2020 and, and kind of what you maybe even will walk it in with, like, why they're not being talked about a lot. Like, what's like, right? Like, all right, we want to talk, let's start with the Titans, right? So, like, mm-hmm. for example, the Titans, there's the story if you, like, let's say you woke up from a coma after like five months of the NFL offseason, it's like our first of all, have you ever heard of Corona? But anyway, <laughs> but besides that, um, I would say, okay, look, they basically were all in on what they had last year. They're doubling down on Ryan Tannehill and, and Derrick Henry and, and that and playing good defense, which I like the blueprint for. I think you do too, right? It reminds me very like the, 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 the 2010, 2011, 2012, like giants kind of, territory yeah it does it does when they made that run right. last year it reminded me of us from 2007 right brandon yeah. very much so so and mm-hmm. i felt like i feel like almost derrick henry's like a roll-up of mob bradshaw and brandon jacobson one back yeah uh yeah. right so i mean all right let's look at them do you are you okay with the direct then I, and do me a favor don't just give me the well yeah they went to the conference championship why wouldn't you resign those guys right because mm-hmm. i think I'll, I'll add the twist. I think it's fair that people think there, there was a little bit of a flash in the pan and it was a little bit of a mirage, right? Yeah. But what do you think? Did you like the, like, do you think that it was good for them to double down? I think so for the culture of the team. I think the Titans have one of the best, like, cohesive units in the NFL personally. And that's a, you know, big, um, big testament to, uh, Wow. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. Yeah, absolutely. I I was just about to ask you. I love Mike Vrabel. Yeah, me too. It's a huge testament to Vrabel um, and everything he's been able to do there in such a short amount of time. Uh, What slightly concerns me is, I mean, their only real splash signing in free agency was Vic Beasley, which not a bad signing at all. I think Vic Beasley is very athletic, good on the edge and all that. But they're still – Logan Ryan is still floating out there. Um, They haven't re-signed him. They're still – you know, a lot of that going on. Um, besides, obviously, re-signing Tannehill and Henry, they haven't really done too much, which maybe they don't need to because of that culture, which is which is good. But I think – I don't know. I just I just think they're – and I always bring it up. I think the division, I think the Colts are going to be a very tough team this year. That's It's funny because that's my other note. I'm like, well, what about the rest of the division? Yeah. Like, is it a cakewalk to take the South? Because I, I like the Colts. Yeah. Texas, uh, I don't know. And the, the Jags. Texas, I don't know what's going to happen there. And the Jags, is just – those two teams are also just strange enough where they might win a few games, right? Like if those two teams play on Thursday night, Texans Titans, like I could see the Texans winning. Mm-hmm. You, you got to think, yeah, you got to think that like there was some, I don't know what the reason was, but you got to think there was some method to the madness of them trading away DeAndre Hopkins and doing everything they did. You know, I, I don't know. I think Bill O'Brien's drunk at the wheel with that. <laughs> maybe David Johnson has some type of resurgence in him this season. I, I don't know, but Doubt it. Brandon Cooks, he's solid too, but he's not DeAndre. I hate all those moves. I could be wrong. I just don't. I don't see it at all. Yeah, yeah. I the Texans are in a toss up. I can see them going ten six. I can see them going five and eleven. It's like yeah. I don't know what to really expect. And what actually? I want to go back to that clickbait. I'm just kind of curious. What was the Titans' record? They had them at ten and six. They had them tied with the Colts at ten and six. Ten and six. Yeah. 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 Look at that. Yeah, I could I could see that for both as well. I just for some reason I just have this this feeling with the the Colts. I mean, maybe it's just me being biased about Philip Rivers because I like Rivers, but they they I think they knocked the draft out of the park. Plus, they got uh, DeForest Buckner in the offseason. You know, they got Michael Pittman, the another a great receiver to put next to uh, T. Y. Hilton, in my opinion. He's yeah, I don't think they're that dude. bad. They got yeah. the whole quarterback. We like it was like I think that whole Andrew Luck. Thing, it's impossible to try to rally after that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, no, I think having uh, I just think having Rivers there is going to really be huge for them, and uh, exactly, I got Jonathan Allen too in the draft from Wisconsin, one of the best running backs in the yeah. draft. Yeah, no, so definitely for for me, yeah, could I see the Titans make the playoffs? Yes, just because I think Derrick Henry is a monster, and I think that the culture, the cohesiveness they have is great. Would, would you take it to the bank? 
that they make the playoffs? Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. Even with the expanded field? No, because I, the Texans are just too much of a wild card for me to be able to like throw money on the Tennessee to absolutely make the playoffs. All right, I like it. Yeah. What, do you, what uh, about you? Are you are you sold on them going? It's so hard to bet on Ryan Tannehill for a long. That's race. another thing. I mean, right? Because like, the only... narrative last year was he stole the job from Mary, and I'm not like trying to yeah. be like, oh, now that he has nothing to play. Like, right? Like, but it's. And here's the yeah. One year. Right, and here's the thing. Well, like, I like Vrabel a lot, so yeah. that's where I'm torn with that. I don't know what to think. Yeah, and, and you can't the throw thing. the football. Yeah, well, it's that. I mean, how many times did we see Tannehill throw only like 12 passes in a game or 15, whatever? I mean, you can only ride Derrick Henry for so long. That's the other thing. Like, you can't. You tell me that they're just going to run the ball down everyone's throat for 16 games and then another four or five in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl? Like, no, no. Because if you notice, three, usually, still. The, yeah, usually they start. Derrick Henry off slow and then they ease him in basically from like week eight on. That's why he's such like a fantasy football. Like you don't know what to do in the draft because he yeah, starts yeah. so slow and then he picks up, but is it too late by the time he picks up? Like, you don't know. It's um, like a horse. Yeah. And you know, they lost, uh, I mean, not Deion Lewis wasn't a huge running back for them, but they lost weeks on the giants signed Deion Lewis. Um, I don't know who their backup is at this point in time. So it's really just Derrick Henry in the backfield. Yeah. I mean, actually let me say Alexa. Who are the running backs for the Tennessee Titans? The running backs for the Tennessee Titans are Derrick Henry, Kamara Hill, Kari Dawson-Dami, Marcus Marshall, Jared Evans, and Cameron Scarlett. Nobody. So it's basically Derrick Henry. Nobody, yeah. dude. Wow. I thought yeah. that I could have sworn they'd signed someone else to replace Deion Lewis. Yeah. No, wow. and, and they obviously lost Jack Conklin too on the line. That's a huge loss. Okay. All right. Yeah, you started to convince me here a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we should we flip it to these guys? Yeah, let's flip it to, to Green Bay. All right. Uh, you want to go first? Well, I would. I want to hear. I want because you're the you're at the ground level with this. So all I'm going to say is this: I don't think the Packers and the Titans get enough conversation, or they, they're not getting in the conversation because it's a small market and they, you know, all that. Nonsense. All right, but I'll, I'll let me. But I'll move right back. Well, I was going to yeah. say, but you just said that you don't think the Titans are going to make it even when they expand a field. So by that logic, you've almost justified them not talking about them. So what do you think about the Packers then? <laughs> and you don't have to say what do you think about them. Just say like same same thought. Like it's justified they don't no. talk about them or not so much. No, I say not at all because I mean they had a first year quarterback. They're like not at all. They're they're going to make the playoffs. Is what I'm saying. And you got you had a first year quarterback or first-year uh, coach last season, come in, go 13-3, and three, and everyone was concerned about him and his relationship with Aaron Rodgers and them butting heads, and clearly that wasn't an issue. I think Aaron Rodgers has something to prove for reasons we all know this this coming season. So, I don't know, man. I, I can see him, like, going straight up boogeyman and taking them, you know, 13-3 again. It, it's tough. It's tough. Oh. I want yeah. you to speak to their defensive side of the ball. Like, I know they sure. lost Martinez, obviously. Yeah, you like yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, all right, there's a few layers to this, right? Okay, first being, you want you want me to go to defense? Yeah, I, I want to know more about their defense. And yeah, and I'll, I'll walk defense. it in with with why I think people are kind of giving them a hard time, and I'll give them some respect. So I, I'll say a few things. So, and you might not hear like all of it, but all right. So I, I think much like the Titans. They're banking on some of these guys that are second-year players, third-year players, fourth-year players to start really taking that step, whether it be Dean Lowry, Tyler Lancaster, uh, Kiki uh, Kiki uh, Kingsby, who I actually think is going to have a pretty good season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you didn't see them sign a defensive tackle, sign another linebacker. Right? They got Christian Kirksby, which I think was a really I, good play. I like I, him. I, I had that in my notes. I do like him. It's basically like the, the thing is, oh, he's great. He just he's just not healthy all the time. Okay, we played for the Browns with Hugh Jackson. That I actually just had this con- yeah, I just had this conversation with the Jews. I was saying, like, that's so much. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Mike McCarthy, for example. I mean, I've never seen so many hamstring and ankle injuries with the Packers over 10 days. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not blaming him, but I'm just saying, like, it's just right, there's a common trend there. Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. Um, right. So maybe if, you know, he can stay healthy, then, then they're pretty good. But at the same point, right. If he goes down, then they're in a heap of trouble at linebacker. So that's, that's the thing. I think they're, they're kind of shaky in their front seven more than people. I don't know. What about the Smith, the Smiths though? 
They're they're fine, but you gotta have some like four. They, they, dude, I've seen that. I saw them live get gashed by the Eagles in that running game. That they and I got they got Kenny Clark, which is great. But that's what I'm saying. He can't do it all. Mm-hmm. And if he gets doubled, right, and he's still good on a double, someone else has to step up. So that's the thing with that. That's truly my biggest. If you said what is the biggest concern with the Packers, I'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Look no further. You saw the Eagles gash them. You saw the 49ers do it twice. That's the blueprint, right? I mean. But at the same point, you also have to have weapons like Zach Ertz, like George Kittle, guys like that where they say, oh, by the way, remember we thought you were going to run, we're going to pass down our tight ends. Mm-hmm. We're going to find Alshon Jeffrey. We're going to find Emmanuel Sanders. Right? They, they, both those teams did a very good job of following that blueprint. I think that's how you beat this team. Now, on the flip side, like I said, if some of those guys can develop, I think they're way closer to being a great defense than people think. Yeah. So that's kind of my, my general um, – stance on the defense right i mean i, I don't think I like the Smith that. brothers are going to necessarily have the numbers they had last year because they were really good um but i don't think they need to i think if you have like i don't oh look i'll be honest i actually don't i'm not going to miss blake as i, I think he's great you know That's as fine. a person yeah. and stuff i don't think i'm really going to miss him mm-hmm. I, I i think the way i put it is great in a defense that needs help he's going to look good and be a solid piece but when it's you need a defense to be great and it's like dude yeah. come on man pick it he's it's like jj reddick right. kind of Right. right. Gotcha. It looks great if, like on the Pelicans, not so much when you're the Sixers getting exposed against the Celtics. You're right. Right. That's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So that's the way I look at that. And then I think when you want to transition, so here's the here's the flip. Here's the thing that everyone keeps harping on. They they want a lot. I think they went eight and one in, in games uh uh, de- uh I can't talk. Games uh determined by one score. And, and uh, you know, right, there's a million articles that you can find that will all say, like, oh, according to next year, they'll win, like, three out of those eight. Like, you know, it's like, I get it. the same about the Seahawks, then, if that's the case. Yeah, somehow those guys never right. seem to do it. Here's my stance on that. I'm not sure if that guy, per se, but seeing a lot of these games, there was easily, like, three to four games. Chicago is the one that, like, leaps off to me the most, right, where they had the game – well in hand, even even Carolina a little bit, and I know everyone's like, oh, like, and it's like the other team's down by it, and they get stuffed or they get stopped, or you know, obviously doing the lateral stuff. The Bears, right? Like at the ten yard line, the five yard line. I'm like, wow. Well, it, all it took was us to not score our last like four drives, them to score their last four drives, us to take our foot off the gas and let them back in the game, right? Like, so you'd like to think that that domino effect, the bad vibes, will not continuously. I mean, because right, it was almost just like Jesus. You almost let everything bad happen, but then finally, the last second, you fixed it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's they're the fourth or fifth youngest team in the NFL last year, so they only have four guys over twenty-eight. That's very promising. Yeah, so I mean, you want that youth to grow, yeah. and I think it grows in a, in a situation like that. So I. That's my not because I think everyone like wants to just be like, oh, we'll lose more, some more of those games, so they won't be that good. I'm like, I don't think they'll be in those games as much. Hopefully, mm-hmm. if you're a Packers fan, like I am, right? But I think that's kind of the take. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Yeah, the I positive think, one. Yeah, so, no, I totally, totally see. I, I, I echo that as well. I've never, I've never been. And this isn't me being biased because you're, you know, one of my best friends and your Packers fan is, is uh, I just don't see them being bad this, this year. You know, I've never had a take like that with them. I just – I don't see what people – There's just too much – not depth. I mean, but right, like if Aaron Rodgers is hurt, you could run the ball. You got Aaron Jones, right? I mean, you, you got weapons. I, I think Alan Lazard takes a step up. I think uh, – Totally. I, you know, so I think – I here's the thing. This is basically my point. I think I'll actually merge it with the point I was going to make. And, I, and I'm not really trying to slobber over the Packers. I think there's – I'll make three points, right? First with the North, I think the Lions are scary, but I, I'm not so high on Matt Patricia. So, like, the, I don't know mm-hmm. what to think about them, but I think they could yeah. win the division, just to be fair. The Vikings, I think they're going to take one step backwards this year to take two forward, two, uh, forward next year. Mm-hmm. They got some rookies plugging some holes. Yep. Right? So, they lost – Griffin, they lost Rhodes, and I, and and, and Linval Joseph, which I actually think they had to do. Yeah, I think but Rhodes that, was was starting to decline big time anyway, so that wasn't that's not a huge loss right now. Hundred percent. So so I look at it from that perspective, and I say, okay, like they'll be better for it, but maybe not the first eight weeks of this season, which might not get them off to the start they want, and then they might not be able to recover. I don't know. The Bears, I don't, I don't have a lot of faith in them, but you never know with them. They're a weird team. Moral of the story, I don't think there's anyone banging through the door. It's like, oh, man, you got the Chiefs in your division, too. That's a problem. Right? Like, it's, right, it's not one of those things. No, exactly. And, I, I mean, the Packers could probably sleep through the season and go 10-6 and six and still win the division, in my opinion. 
I, yeah, I mean, I, I well, that, that, that no, I'm not trying to downgrade the no. downplay your division. I'm just saying, I think like exactly what you just said with all the teams and where they stand. Well, and then the other knock on them, I feel like right, the two, there's a couple knocks, and the other one's their draft, right? Everyone hates it. I kind of love it. And it's funny how like slowly everyone's like, yeah, Yo, you notice AJ Dillon's a beast. It's like, yeah, Zach was saying that in April. <laughs> I wasn't. I was off that, but you, you've been saying that from the jump. I think, and before I let you spin on that, it's like, I basically, my point is, they drafted in the likeness and image of Matt LaFleur, which I love. They basically mm-hmm. said, this is, we, and I'm sorry, when you really stop and think about it, only one person's touching the ball. Isn't it good to have a couple other people out there that are really, really good at moving the people around that can <clears throat> bring him down? Absolutely. That's what they did. They basically, they just said, we're just building a wall. Like we're building a wall with with offensive linemen, tight ends, hybrid guys, running backs that can block. Like we're building a wall, and I I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And, and to your point with AJ Dillon, I mean, first off, did you see the picture of him next to Saquon? Yeah, it's like he's he's he, yeah, it's like a, he's like Greek gods. He's built. He's built. But yeah, uh, I mean, what a lot of people don't realize is Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, and I know you know this. This is their contract year. And are the Packers really going to be looking to sign both of those guys after this season? Probably not, because they're probably going to be able to afford both of them, right? I mean, maybe I mean, Aaron Jones is probably going to want decent money, right? Right. And, I mean, Jamal Williams, maybe not as much, but they're not going to keep both. So why not have A.J. Dillon, who's a workhorse, you know, on his rookie contract for three more years behind him? That's I like it. Yeah, I, like I mean, the, guy, the, the kid ran for over fifteen hundred yards three times at Boston College. I mean, yeah, he might argue like, ACC, but now still, you're a little afraid of that though that he might have too many miles on him there. Not at all. No, really? No. Yeah, I mean, look at him. I mean, you can say people, you can say the same thing about Saquon and how many miles he's had on. He had. Yeah, on you're him. right. But they're basically built very similar. So they are. He's just not as like shifty and explosive as Saquon. Yeah, but I think, but uh, Dylan's more like north and south. Like Dylan is is a. He would kind of bring up Could, is there again. any chance he's better than both of them? Hey, man, I'm high on Dylan. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I am too. I, am <laughs> too. I think the long-term plan, it was, it was a very – it was a great pick, in my opinion. Yeah, I kind of like it myself. Yeah. Um, all right, but I'm sorry. Not, not to have you gush all over them. Let's – let's you know, that was nice because, you know, and as you read the article, I you know, I consider your brother as well. And, and, and <laughs> we got to fight then. Brothers fight, right? So, That's I mean, right. Yeah, so in the living room, nonetheless. So – I let you have a day to kind of let this marinate, and and I and I do apologize because I kind of went after you a little bit in the yeah, actual. It was, article. You know, it was very factual, and I respect it. Yeah, well, you know, looking at this, right? So the Cardinals, you're high on them. I am. Me, not so much, but nevertheless, you think that you know? Do you think they'll be good? I I, I dropped this article uh, on the site here. I'll even drop it in for uh, the chat now if they want to take a look at it. Um, yeah, it's it took me a minute. It really took me a minute. And I'll even show you, like I'll pull up a picture for everyone. You can see the the notes I sent you yesterday, just just how intense uh you know the statistics were. Um with the Cardinals. I I all right, let's bring it in because I'm like I'm I'm like bopping around right now. I just realized my laptop's not even plugged in to charge. So this is gonna be really interesting. Uh-huh. I just want to see how much time it's got left. It's saying we got hmm. I'll tell you, you know, let me plug it in real quick for all, for all our fine people. Yeah. You want to entertain yeah. everyone for it's a second? All right. I'll, I'll talk some Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. Load it up. I'm going to keep my headphones in and try to get this thing. And I'm going to talk about why I think I think you're wrong just because of personnel and just because of a second year in an offensive system with uh, with Kingsbury. <laughs> Please. So a lot of people don't realize, I mean, they're the Cardinals, and we're going to talk about their defense first. Carry on if you can hear me. So I can, oh, I can, I can hear you. Okay, perfect. So their defensive line isn't really – isn't anything crazy, okay? But their linebacking core, in my opinion, could arguably be one of the one of the top, I'd say, two, three in the NFL. You got Chandler Jones, all right? Eagles fans know. You got Jordan Hicks. Isaiah Simmons, obviously. Didn't he opt and out, though? What's that? Didn't Jordan Hicks I, – I, I'm not – I'm not spec- – I, I thought he opted out, though. Well, if he did, they got, uh, they got Hassan Riddick. From uh, from Temple, right? Yeah. How long has he been there? I thought he, I thought he might get cut. Yeah, a couple of years maybe. But anyway, he he's in a he's a he's a quick shifty shifty linebacker and uh, Devin Kennard, who had a lot of t- had significant time with the Giants. Um, obviously, he's moved. He went from there to the Lions, and now the Cardinals was a little bit of a journeyman, but he's a good locker room voice, good leader. 
So it was Anton Bethea for your secondary last year, Zach. Oh, Come God. on. No, no, no. Come on now. Honestly, Patrick Peterson, who honestly with Patrick Peterson, I, he's starting to decline a little bit, in my opinion. So that's like my one concern. Uh, Buda Baker is not bad for safety. But how many of these guys were on the roster last year? Pretty sure the majority of them, which I know that you're going to say, oh, the one last year. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll give you the first year, whatever's. I think with all and I like what Big Mean said. I love Larry Fitzgerald. That's actually you know I, yes. I I I do love him, but at the same point, I'm not trying to be that guy. He's old, like he's he's Alexa. How old is Larry Fitzgerald? Thirty six. Right, yeah, he's, he's had no no signs of no 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 no. no. I, I'm not saying that he's gonna like be a liability or like decline. I'm more just saying like okay, can we can we not like. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know what she was asking me, but I just <laughs> said no. It's just, do I start now? And now, um, so so let me just say one one more thing. All right, please, sure. Wide receivers, I, I didn't. You're gonna, come yeah, back. I didn't need to cut you off there. Keep yeah. going. No, you're good. I, and what I'm gonna say, you're gonna come back about the offensive line, which I mean, that's a smart comeback. So I get it. So you got DeAndre Hopkins. All right, Larry Fitzgerald, who I just think t- is testing Father Time. Like he's to me, he's just gonna be consistent again, especially with. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins now should free Fitzgerald up even more, in my opinion. Christian Kirk is a speedster in the slot. I and they got Andy Isabella. That. And they got Andy Isabella, too, for a fourth. I was really high on that stock last year with uh, Christian Kirk. And I'm not saying I can't rally, but I, I just – yeah. All right. And do we remember how good Chase Edmonds did last year, by the way, when he had playing time as their backup now? Yeah, and Kenyon Drake's great, too, isn't he? Tell me, man, they're making the playoffs this year. There's no way. We need to make There's some no type way. of bet. We need to make some type of bet. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, I'll, t- I'll take you out to Arizona and go golfing if, if, they, if they make the playoffs. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go that insane. Oh, okay. Uh, damn, Karen, thanks. No, I need some odds. No, no, but I am confident. I, it's fine. I'm sticking my neck out hard, which is not – it's kind of Ill, ill-advised on my end because I said anything can happen, and it can. Um. But like I said, and I'm not going to give away the entire article, but I'll just at least throw – and like I said, it's in the chat for anyone who wants to check it out. But the highlight of things, the red zone, whoa, Zach. They're one of the worst teams in the red zone. I believe they're 28, I want to say, in the red zone. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty bad. Uh, that's not their defense. That's that's the guru, Cliff Kingsbury, who I have no faith in. It's like he, he coached Patrick Mahomes, didn't he? It's like, yeah, that's right. He, he did. That's right. I forgot about Texas Tech and Mahomes. Was, yeah, you're kidding. He's going to play defense, and he's not that great of a coach. I don't get it. I don't get this love affair with him. It's like, okay, he's, I, like if you said to me, like, what do you think Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, when they hired him, I would be like, don't think he was that great at Texas Tech. Don't think it's going to work out. You woke me up a year later. I said, what, what happened? So what happened with the Cardinals last year? Well, they went 5-10-1, Karen. It's like, oh, okay, so what I thought was right, that they suck, right? Like, So that's kind of – Sometimes you got to take things for what they are and like their numbers just glare that they suck, right? Like their defense gave up the most yards per game, 402 last year. Mm. Uh, they were 28th. I want to say in points or 27, maybe in points allowed a game. They're horrible. And like, I did, and I guess that's my point. You're just brought up all these guys that they already have. Mm-hmm. Like what's changed. Oh, so this year it's going to be different. Cause it's year two. It's like, one. I don't think so. And here's uh, let me let me actually add another thing too to this. I don't think that I don't think that uh, they complement each other, right? The Cardinals are on a team where it's like let's go for a nice long methodical drive, right? No, it's you're just saying receivers, slingshot, spreading it around. Well, their defense is not that good either, so you yes. can't bring them out. Look, we saw how basically it works with Chip Kelly, and I'm not trying to like throw him under the bus. But right, we saw like what that pace. I'm more highlighting the pace and the and the, the 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 broken flow when your offense is not clicking and moving the ball or not scoring touchdowns in the red zone. Because I mean, honestly, to be fair, at least they showed they moved the ball a little bit. But dude, they were 20 percent less efficient uh, last year than they were when they went three and 13 with Josh Rosen. They're, yeah, they're, it's just too much for me to be like, yeah, that'll all just like because it's like if you said if, I, I almost want to challenge you like. How are they going to fix it? If you say, oh, because of DeAndre Hopkins. I'm like, there's no line still. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to be like, because I know we, we just said it. I was going to say that back to you. But there's some truth to that. Kyler Murray oh, was sacked the most it, it, last year. was tied for the most for 48 times. 
that's a lot. Like those are like basically like if I said to you about the Giants, or if I said this, let, let, you know, let me almost spin this around. We have this in reverse psychology. If you say, Karen, I don't get it. Like the Eagles were the Cardinals, and like you're like all the Eagles fans are driving me nuts because I'm a Giants fan. I live in Philadelphia, and they're saying that they're going to be great. I just don't see it because you laid out all these reasons, and I was like, well, I mean, Zach. They might be pretty good. No, you'd be screaming that they're all like lunatics for for believing such a thing. Like it's those numbers to me just glare that they're not they're not good. See, those numbers to me show that there's nowhere to go but up. So they got to get better, right? I mean, second, you stay to, the same, like yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. But my thing is, I just think second year in the system added a couple extra weapons on offense. Hopefully, a little bit more help for Kyler. I think Kyler being in his second year might—he didn't really make that many mistakes last year, but I—I I think he's going to even get better. And I, I know the, get the, the problem is the defensive side of the ball. I understand. I mean, Isaiah Simmons, yeah, he can play four positions, but he can't be in four places at one time. I see where you're coming from for sure. I just don't think they're a good football team. And, 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 and here's the other thing, and I add this in the art in the article, and we might disagree on this, but I, like. Yeah. I'll put my cards on the table for a second because I, you know, I whine about Seattle winning games and San Fran beating the Packers and like I hate it, right? But where's the where is this weak spot all of a sudden? And if I said, yeah, by the way, the NFC West got way worse. It's like where, mm-hmm. where? The 49ers just went to the Super Bowl. Okay, you want to be the? And I'm not saying you, you, but I mean, if the person wants to be the cheap, cheap ass that wants to go, oh, Super Bowl hanger. No, maybe, but no. I mean, that's not. We're not going to bank on. That's not the reason. That. Yeah, exactly. Seattle, they, they, they do their thing. They win games. Like they, they improve it. Like there's this year, there's nothing out of this year. That's makes me think, I feel like it's going to be completely different with them this year. No, mm-hmm. they'll be fine. They retooled. And then, and then, okay. So the Rams are low hanging fruit. They might not be that bad. Yeah. Like the the I Rams mean, offensive line is just, it's just bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's you aging know, too. Yeah. It's that. And then I, I don't know if Jared Goff is as good as a lot of people think. No, he's not. But I would also say, I think Sean McVay is a way better coach than Cliff Kingsbury. So that's kind of where I like almost give the point to the Rams. That's, that's kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I see where you're coming from. And I mean, and on paper, the Rams have a better defense than the Cardinals as well. And, and yes, it is a tough division. I don't know if the Seahawks can continue to sustain this fourth quarter comebacks and, and stressful wins. That, you know, I don't know one team that's ever been able to do that for a significant period of time. Seahawks have for, okay, a couple of years, but Levy's going to break at some point. Yeah. Well, to it, let's, you know, wow, we really jumped into football for a long time. That was good, though. It was some good chatter. Yeah, that's uh, thing. I'll tell you, you want to move it over to a little basketball, make fun of LeBron for a second for a couple. Yeah, I really do. I really would Please, like. Please let's let's this. get it. You let it let it rip because when you sent this, this was great today. Yeah. So as we all know, you know, Lakers lost to the Trailblazers, which was amazing. I like the Lakers, or I like the Trailblazers plus six and a half tonight. Oh, whatever that's beautiful. Worth. That's whatever it's worth. I, I would take the money line just for just to do mm. it <laughs> for some memories. Yeah, just for the memories, right? Whether they're good or bad, it's always gonna be it's gonna be an everlasting one. Um, <laughs> so ESPN did a, you know, posted a picture of LeBron after the loss and it said another historic playoff performance. And basically they were trying to basically make him look good, even though he lost and he's LeBron James and you're supposed to win games in the playoffs, especially against the eight seed. But anyway, so he was the first player in NBA history with 20 plus points, 15 plus rebounds and 15 plus assists in a playoff game that in, in, they lost. <laughs> so this is one of those things, Kieran. If the Lakers lose in a series before the finals, are, are, are people going to look back and say, "Oh, but LeBron had twenty plus, fifteen plus, fifteen yes. plus"? Yes, they will because ESPN will like in the middle of. Uh, well, I was going to say July, but because the season's warped, somewhere they'll squeeze that in there. And be like, "Oh, by the way, did you know LeBron was the first person to ever do this?" And no one will question like, did "But that's irrelevant." How many times that's, did, ES, did that's, that's why a, ESPN yeah. sucks. And that's why I want to like almost go after them more. They're terrible. It's funny how we were talking about like, you know, being professional. And, no, dude, I'll never hold back on ESPN. I remember when I was a kid, I used to aspire to work for them. Like I would never take a job with them ever, ever. There's no, there's no ever time I would ever work for them ever. And, and I don't, I, I, I can say it right. Cause right. Like they, they just, they, they love him. And that's not why, that's not why, but I just mean like in general, like, Right, they have their guys they love. They love their, like their, their certain like right like their verticals, mm-hmm. and and to me, that's why I don't like LeBron James because he almost tries with that. If he if he was like Quad Leonard, is like I don't care about any of that. I just want to win. Right, I would love him. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, you're right. I, I, I'm the best ever because I do those things. And everyone's like, well, you got like, he gets offended by his criticism. He's got motivated by it. Yeah. Exactly. Pretends to get motivated by it. He's a pretender to me. He's that, that's kind of why I don't, and that's why I don't think he's won as many rings as Kobe Bryant and, and, and MJ. Right. Cause and, and a lot of those legends, because I don't think he's got the guts. No, he doesn't. And, and, and this, right. He didn't post this. He's the same guy though that congratulated himself on getting a record that he hadn't broken yet the night before, like on Instagram. I mean, come on, like this guy's so yeah. self-centered and and, 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 and uh, guy, insecure. Yeah, and this is a guy who's basically molded the NBA to be however he wants it to be at this point in time. Now it's just a lot of right. friends don't basically like playing team, with each other. Demand a yeah. trade. Just don't do anything. Yeah, you'll yeah. be all right. You'll, you'll yeah. get chipped out. You'll yeah, be all just, good. Just get your way. Just go whatever you want. Right. Right. Uh, Apparently that's how it is. <laughs> so it's uh, their contracts are ridiculous too. We were talking about me and Joe P were talking about that last night. Just how insane their contracts are. Yeah, no, it's extreme to say the least. Basically, but, so did did Jordan ever like we we saw in the in the last dance? I mean, Jordan would throw out ridiculous stat lines and, and they would lose occasionally, right? Because I mean, it happens. Gotta give one did, iota about it. You would talk to him after the game, and he'd be extremely pissed off. You know, and there there was no media saying, "Oh, Jordan for wow, great game." You know, like there was no patty cakes with Jordan. Right. No, it's ridiculous. I uh, speaking of patty cakes, do you want? I got this sticker on my laptop that stuck to me. Look at that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, it happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. There's like there's a random. It things been on there for like four years. I peeled it off in the middle of the show, but um yeah but all right speaking of that let's because we're wrapping up the show a little bit let's you want to go to the last segment here because it's interesting right and it's funny because we don't really need to harp on it too 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 much mm-hmm. uh, but i i am curious what your thoughts are on this all right so there's a lot of i want to kind of take this from the very you got to take the, the good and the bad for both break the rush of the the one you know whatever right like i'll actually walk in the segment we we're talking about series and playoffs and we're saying what is more like, I don't know, like what the, I, that was the hardest part. I didn't know how to actually like word what I wanted to say, but I, I so what I wrote down my like show notes tonight was what pulls at your heart more. Mm-hmm. So you kind of interpret that however you'd like. Is it a one win, winner take all type game like the NFL, right? Like March Madness, World Cup, where on the flip side, right? Your team might not be, it might be the underdog, be like, you just got to win tonight. Like the Giants against the Packers. Yay, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was great against 15 1 Pack. Yeah, that's literally exactly like my horror like show. So if you look at it like that, right, that's – if we play in a series, quote-unquote, like I feel better. But, right, like that's kind of my, my point about the winner-take-all thing. But on the flip side, you can win one like you did. So, right, and, and get hot and make a run. Right. Right. So, but on the other hand, there's a series where you can – like you have a little bit more insurance. You can maybe not be on one night. You have – everyone gets a little piece of the pie at home. Mm-hmm. And, right, like there's there's layers to it. But on the flip, I'm kind of making my point, I guess, on the flip side. That's why I want to get your just your take too. But on the flip side, look at the Sixers right now. Look at them, Zach. They're bleeding out. Oof, I don't want to look. Dude, All I saw so is Embiid's head and his uh, his jersey crying. It's bad, dude. Jason Tatum is just carving. It's not even Halloween. That whole Celtics team, man, is is just that's that's another example of a great to me cohesive team that plays yeah. very well together. They are like it's not even Halloween yet. I mean, Grant, the fall beers are starting to come out, but they are carving the Sixers up like jack o' lanterns. <laughs> it's horrible. That. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it's 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 sad to see, but I and, you know it's funny. Did you see uh, that that picture on the internet? Like the like if you can kind of see on the highlights right now, like the virtual fans in the background. Did you see the picture of the one that like they zoomed in, they took a screenshot of. No, nah, what, what was it? Uh, this one's this one's pretty funny. So the guy blindfolded himself. <laughs> you can see. I'll pull up in a second. There it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that that's about right for every Sixers fan that I know. That's it in a nutshell. But to that point, that's the woe of being in a series where you just slowly have to kind of bleed out. Right. So yep. what, what, yeah. which I, I can't talk, which would you say plucks at your heartstrings more? I think a series plucks at my heartstrings more because more can happen. So if, like there's more opportunity for an injury to happen that would derail everything. Um, and it just, it, it, it lasts longer. So instead of it being, you know, a three or four hour period or maybe a couple hours before, a couple hours after or whatever. And you, you could argue that in the NFL playoffs, like the whole week, you're, you're excited, stressed, and it's pulling at you. But with a series, it's like an emotional roller coaster. I think that lasts one to two weeks long. Whereas in the NFL game, for example, it's mainly just one or two days of the week where it's really, it's really hitting you now. 
there's validity if you win a series or one game, because if you win the one game, it says who was prepared and ready for it the most. And that really kind of goes to the coaching, the culture, and just the overall team itself. Whereas if you win in a series, you can say that's, you can say the same thing about that one as well. But I just think overall more taxing is the series just because it's longer drawn out more things, more crazy things can happen than in one game. Right. And and you have those home and away tug of war things. And Mm -hmm. it's fine. I'll go the other way around. I actually think it's worse for single elimination because I've been haunted by those games where I'm like, if you don't bring it right now, it's over. It's over. Yeah. You can't have it. And and when, and, and when you see it coming, when a team's flat, it's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, I know. Well, you, I believe the Pat Webb, when you guys beat us in the McAdoo era, what was it? 38 to 13 after the whole boat incident. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right. I've, I've been there too. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bad. So also, and speaking of, well, not bad, but let's, let's, let's do good. Let's do some good stuff. So tonight's show is probably, I didn't, I didn't really hype it up too much. Let's hype it up now. Uh, tonight's show is brought to you by Lucci Slices. Uh, make sure you follow them on uh, Facebook and Instagram. I actually saw that there's been some pretty cool posts coming out um some pretty yeah. good uh slices zach uh might have to get a get on that food truck bus right yeah i'm actually uh heading up there to see him tomorrow night he might have some slices for me so. oh dude now we're yeah. talking yeah. That, now it's a win and speaking of winning let's uh keep the vibes going uh give us a follow or a subscription uh on twitch if you want to give us a follow it's the heart to the left if you want to give us a subscription it's uh to the right right there so um yeah and I'm not even going to do the Coors Light joke this time, which I feel like I always keep saying that. But then it's I, a good one, though. Yeah, it's a great one. I know. I feel like I'm killing your joke. Um, no, I, lo- I love it. It's phenomenal. But it's being phenomenal. We always got the the audio options too. That's phenomenal. So Spotify and iTunes for sure. Uh, if you if you missed the video episodes, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit. If you want to check us out on social media at underscore get sidetracked, uh, and then like I said, check us out on our channel. If you haven't seen us at twitch.tv slash get underscore sidetracked and make sure you visit the website at www.get-sidetracked.com all right well the weekend's ahead right are you excited with some stuff yeah yeah i am i'm pretty uh pretty pumped so we have this weekend we have the fedex cup playoffs they just started today the northern okay. trust it's up in uh, in boston that's um, fun yeah it is fun so after this week it gets narrowed down to 70 golfers and then after next week it's down to 30 and then there's the next uh i believe it's the the u.s open is the next major Fun. So yeah, Tiger came out there today, shot three under. So All right. I believe there's two or three guys that are leading at seven under. But I mean, hey, three under star is a great, great start, especially for Tiger doesn't play that as often anymore. Um, oh, I love it. Yeah, we got a UFC fight night Saturday night. That'll be fun. A little, little, little scrapper. A little scrapper. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Frankie Edgar, uh, New Jersey native, in the main event against uh, Pedro Munoz in the end of bantamweight bout. So. So there we go. Is that, ESP, a, is that pay-per-view or what? How's that? Is that? I'm thinking it's ESPN plus. It's a fight night and not a UFC, you know, number. Okay. So, uh, yeah. And then the, the co-main event's a, a nice light heavyweight one that I'm guaranteeing is going to be a uh, first round knockout. So do you want to mark Ooh, that down? All right. Yeah. So you got some fun stuff. Well, yeah. Everyone's got to check out Ben the bookie too, for uh, some of those picks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I'm talking about it's a uh, Ovince St. Pierre and Alonzo, uh, Alonzo Menefield. Yeah, now we're talking. Uh, I don't even know any of those guys, but I, I, I'm no, I, you know, into the abyss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, Joe's getting hyped in the chat. Oh, yeah. Good old Frankie dropping mm. the gloves. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we got a little a fantasy, uh, a little draft. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Right. Tomorrow morning, when you wake up, rub the crust off your eyes and go on the website, get that sidetrack.com. Get that Friday off on the fantasy football Friday. That's right. Oh, we love that. I love and, that. Uh, yeah. And also check out. Kieran's article on the, the Cardinals. Yeah, hopefully no Cardinals. See, you, see whose are. side you're on. Yeah, I like that. We'll be, dude, I'm sticking my neck out. You have every possible just ammunition just to blast me from the end of the podcast, like time, if the Cardinals are good this year. Because anytime, like, oh, well, was I wrong about uh, the Cardinals, Kieran? I'm like, I know, I suck. Well, we'll maybe we'll do like an Instagram poll. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll, and, we, and we will we'll make a wager out of it too or something, like type of bet on the show to make it fun. Yeah. And speaking of that, by the way, we had a, I had a poll out there. It was either Alex Smith or Dwayne Haskins, like starting. Okay. What do we got? So last I checked, it was leaning to Smith. It still is. All right. All right. It's, it's two thirds vote right now. Okay. For Alex Smith. So 67% are saying. That's Alex my Smith. general thought too. I like that poll. That's a good poll. Look at you just yeah. crushing on our, so- you always do. You, you always do a great job on our social media stuff. Ah, uh, it's fun. It's all good. 
Dude, yeah, oh yeah, we had that, that oh, the Kevin White answer on Monday killed me. <laughs> I know, right? Those Dude, some, yeah, that was great. Yeah, awesome. Well, I want to thank everyone for watching. So we'll be back in the living room uh, to next Monday, on seven Monday. o'clock. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. We'll talk uh, as the NFL season draws closer and a lot more fun. Uh, and, the pl- and the draft lottery for NBA is that tonight? Thirty minutes. You ready for your Knicks? We'll see. Let's see. You got this. Never ready. Good vibes. Come on. You got this. Awesome. We want to thank everyone for listening. So we'll catch you here uh, Monday at 7 o'clock. And we hope everyone has a great weekend. And, uh, yeah, let's enjoy it. We're almost in football. We're almost there. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Cheers, everyone. Have a great weekend. Cheers.